Welcome to The Executives, the show where we navigate in the intricate world of executive leadership, exploring strategies, insights, and personal stories of successful professionals shaping the global business landscape. I'm your host, Majid, and today's episode is a bit special. We are not just stepping into another episode, but we are diving today into a collection of wisdom from leaders and experienced professionals who have significantly impacted their fields. Today, you will be hearing from Dennis Muller, Head of Global Newsroom and Social Media at Twitter Online. Dr. Manel Gonzalez, Head of Innovation at CREB UPC, Professor at the University of Barcelona and Academic Co-Director, Summer School at HEC Montreal. Dr. Oliver Masman, General Director of Duane Morris Vietnam. Matthias Schmeiser, the Global Senior Director of Talent Acquisition and Employer Branding at Emnify and an Executive Member of the higher community. Paxi Plexis Cheng, the Chief Strategy Officer of Stacks and the founder of Impact Mania. Usman Iftikhar, the co-founder and CEO of Catalyzer, a venture partner at Backbone Ventures and head of growth and partnerships at Spacebase. Each esteemed guest has kindly contributed on various topics from advice for executives to productivity tips and more. I am very grateful to them for sharing this valuable advice. So let us start off firstly by hearing the messages they shared with us today. Each message is very unique and powerful, offering golden nuggets for anyone who is looking to elevate their professional life. So without further ado, let us hear what is a key lesson from the past year. My past year was never a mistake because I learned from it. When people attended my presentations, they told me, thank you very much for giving me such a realistic picture and immersive view and feeling on Vietnam. People will forget what I said. People will forget what I did. But people will never forget how I made them feel. Now let us move on to the next question. What advice would you like to share with executive professionals and leaders that will help them thrive throughout this year? My advice revolves around AI. There are tons of use cases and things that are now suddenly possible, possible with AI and the rapid technological progress. And it's important to be familiar with the new possibilities in order to develop new solutions and products in the broadest sense. However, the solutions are often not 100% in terms of quality of execution, but in many professional areas we need precisely this 100%. We will certainly be able to find such reliable solutions in more and more cases. This level of precision is already being achieved in the formulation of text, but not always in the content behind it. A critical review through human beings therefore remains important, but also prevents automation. Contrary to what is often claimed, large language models are, in my opinion, very useful for creative tasks such as brainstorming and research. But after the initial euphoria, I think it's now important to really get into the implementation of AI, which in many areas is not directly the quantum leap we had hoped for. And let's not be blinded by the AI washing of so many companies. However, one skill that will certainly be needed even more in the future is asking the right questions. Because without them, we won't get the right answers, and not just with ChatGPT. And in the end, you need a cool head 
and the right intuition to not lose sight of your goals and the steps to get there amidst all the information and opportunities and to prioritize and tackle them correctly. Well, my advice for all the people following this podcast, uh, for executives, for leaders, for, for academic people, students, well, so for me, the key of success in a never-changing business environment lies in embracing values-based innovation. This is a key point for me. By aligning innovation with the core values of your organization, you not only drive growth, but also build a strong and sustainable organizational culture. This is a key point because we have a lot of challenges to solve in the near future related to uh, environmental uh, problems, pollution, health, overpopulation. So please put the values of your potential customer segments as the focus of your strategy. Only solving these problems, giving the proper solutions will build a better world and a wonderful future. Be people-centered and create followership. I think what I'm trying to say here is when I talk to managers, I get the feeling that they are important. When I talk to leaders, I get the feeling that I am important. And I think this is something which I would, you know, very much give as an advice. Micromanagement is poor leadership. And still so many people, especially in the startup or scale-up environments, are using this kind of method to lead people. And I would not even say lead people, it's managing people. So for me, your job as a leader or executive is to be successful by taking people along your journey and help them to grow with you, right? And if you are there for them and help them to succeed, they will help you to succeed. And that's my advice. I advise you, do your dreams and do your visions and realize them. Do not try. Do or do not. There is no try. You are who you are. Nobody's approval is needed. Let's be honest about it. It's not going to be an easy year. If we look at the world geopolitical situations and um, everything that's happening around us, I would say that the best advice I could give you is um, don't go at it alone. Find partners in your community and uh, make innovative projects happen together because all the challenging situations that we're facing um, in our communities but the world at large uh, cannot be solved by one person or by one organization so i advise you to work together my key advice for executives particularly in this year is to think about growth um, in the last couple of years particularly with covid uh, many businesses have had to kind of be on survival mode unless you're doing something in tech and really growing. So when you think about it, 2024 is the year that you can really make it a growth year. Uh, many economies are recovering from COVID. You know, inflation is coming down. Interest rates are also improving. So this is a great opportunity for you to look at growth of your business. Um, make a plan now. Get on top of your strategy and really look at what are the opportunities for you to grow. Particularly look at some big problems that you can tackle um, and set up a vision for the future because that will really help you to cement your position post-COVID as a great business. That was amazing. This podcast is built around personal stories, 
insights and professional experiences. Now let us hear a personal story that has significantly impacted your journey to success. I will start with my parents here. My parents were doctors, both retired now, and they always pushed me to not be satisfied with the status quo. What does that mean? They always said, look, you can do better. You can do more. You know, when I had a bachelor degree, I said, look, uh, why don't you just do master? Yeah. And there's maybe something where you can get a real degree. Same thing with jobs. When I started very early on in my career, they said, yeah, look, this is nice, but then must be a next step. And I would argue that I was a very privileged kid back then because of my parents um, as doctors, right? They had a certain income, but they also early on told me that I need to make my own living, yeah? Not rely on, on, on what they have built for me, the money they have and the success they had. So for me, it was a very early on, even with all of the privileges, hey, sort it out on your own, make a living and achieve something great. And that really pushed me in my day-to-day -day because it's just in the early days. It's part of my DNA now that I keep on using it. And that's why I see my progress is the way it is right now. Moving on, what is the vision or the aspirations for this year? And how do our esteemed guests want to achieve them? Well, my new year's reflection is the following. As we step into the new year, I'd like to share an idea uh, uh, with you that took a special significance and this is the cross-innovation concept. I specialize in detecting and connecting problems and solutions across seemingly unrelated sectors, particularly in the realms of creativity and innovation management. This approach, known as cross-innovation, has proven to be a wellspring of fresh ideas and effective solutions. I believe that the ability to think beyond traditional boundaries is essential for success in any field. But we also might put the values and the creation of value in the center. So we need a values-based innovation. It means that, please explore apparently non-related sectors, trying to look for sol uh, solutions to your problems in other sectors, and also put the values in the center of your strategy. Let me share two examples from our venture builder. We have a venture builder specialized in health technologies. And two examples are, for, for example, Able Human Motion. Able Human Motion uh, proposes a lightweight, cheap robotic exoskeleton designed for neurorehabilitation in clinical settings. This device is the outcome of collaboration with numerous clinicians and patients incorporating their feedback to better address their needs. So we want to help and give a, a better life to those people who nowadays are using a wheelchair. The second example is Biomedex. This is a virtual specialized gamified training in clinical simulations. Uh, what we do is proposing several uh, training games for clinicians because simulation is a tool that helps us to learn and, and transform education and training across diverse fields. So we have a knowledge from this virtual simulation that we can move, we can pass to our, to our daily practice. 
giving people an immersive feeling of my experience in Vietnam in the last 25 years. Let them experience what I experienced. I want to give them that. There's my secret how to do it in 2024, but I will reveal it via my work. Finally, let us hear a productivity hack or strategy that has helped our guests stay more effective and focused professionally. A little tip on the daily flood of information. If we don't fight it, we are driven by it. It's important to take the initiative to consciously create periods of time, for example, with slots in the calendar in which we have time to take a step back from our daily activities and think about the big picture, about strategies and new goals, for example, for 2024. Then we can move from reacting to acting and create something truly sustainable and great. But the more digital our world and our interactions with each other become, the more we humans yearn to the human, the real, the authentic and the emotional. And that's also why I think podcasts and video podcasts are experiencing such a boom in popularity. We're not just meeting the information, but also the person with their personality behind it. And at the end of the day, we are humans and we are made for humans. For me, honestly, reflecting every week, what did I do this week? What did I spend my time on? How much impact did that had for what I created? So for me, it is really about when I look back and say with my 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours, where did I spend my time on and what kind of impact did that create? And do I need to maybe shift this? Sometimes little things have a lot of impact, right? And compared to big strategic topics, and sometimes big strategic topics take so much time that, you know, you need to then figure out, is this actually making sense to spend so much time on that or can we shift? And I think especially when you look at lots of different tasks that you have to deal with in your day-to-day, -day, what are the ones that add more impact for you and for the people around you? And uh, that is something that I would always do on a weekly basis, if not on a daily basis, if you're really good. But this reflection will help you to create more impact and value in your organizations. I suffer from um, constantly just doing and being active, um, checking off, you know, the boxes. But I would say you need to sometimes slow down to speed up. And what really helps is if you talk with people and connect with people who really are not in your industry, are working on different um, products or solutions, uh, doing entirely different things. So if you're an economist, go speak to an artist. And um, if, you're, if you're a startup founder and you're building an app, you need to um, speak with an English major or with you know, an art curator. So this is usually what helps you think uh, beyond just the little sandbox that you're playing in. The key productivity tip that I have used a lot is making sure that you take enough breaks um, when you're working. Now, you know, when you're working, you oftentimes, you know, forget to take a break. Um, and what happens is that then, you know, you end up sometimes procrastinating, sometimes kind of using too much of your time, um, you know, looking at random things. Um, so it's really important to take, uh, you know, um, regular breaks because that helps you kind of clear your mind. Um, I normally go for like a five minute walk after every hour or two hours. 
um, and then I'll um, have either a cup of water or tea or something because it will help me recharge and then get back into work. Um, so that's something that I found that's really, really useful. Um, and that's a good way um, to stay up on top of your game. Reflecting on these enriching contributions, I want to share my thoughts on, on leadership and productivity. Drawing from my experiences and our guests' collective wisdom, I aim to offer strategies to help you become more effective and impactful as an executive, a professional, or a leader. My advice for executives is foster an open communication culture. Effective leadership is deeply rooted in open communication. So as an executive, creating an environment where the team actually feels welcome to share their ideas, feedback, and also sharing challenges is very critical. This openness actually fosters innovation and creativity and also builds more trust. Encourage regular check-ins, regular meetings with your team members to make sure they feel heard. Remember, I always want my team to come to me without thinking that they need to be afraid or they need to be shy. If they have a problem, I am here to help them. I have seen that open communication improves team dynamics and also brings the team together. We as executives need to make sure that our teams feel empowered. Now, I would love to share a productivity tip that I utilize every day. It is very simple. It's called prioritize or prioritization. As an executive, you are consistently assigned new tasks, asked to join more meetings, and then decisions that are waiting for your feedback. However, there are only a few things that basically need immediate attention. Not everything needs to be done right now. Using something like the Eisenhower metrics actually does help you in how to prioritize these things. So Eisenhower metrics has four quadrants. The first one is important and urgent. The second one is important, but not urgent. The third one is urgent, but not important. And the fourth one is neither urgent nor important. Now, if you have a big list of tasks and you start putting tasks into these four, four quadrants, you will see how many of these tasks actually are the tasks that require your immediate attention. This method actually will help you focus more on what moves the needles for your organization. What I often do is I tend to mark tasks with the impact as well, because when you have an additional layer of impact, it helps you understand what is more important and what is less important. And this clarifies a lot of things. For example, if there's a task that brings in immediate revenue, and then there is another task that can wait for a few weeks before you even look at it. Prioritization basically then sets up like a clear path or a trajectory towards being able to achieve more and also helps us increase the productivity, my productivity and my when my team sees that, okay, this is how we are prioritizing based on impact and also the urgency and importance. As you bring this episode towards a close, I am reminded of the incredible journey we are all on, both as professionals and individuals. I would like to thank the guests who shared their valuable advice and their personal stories with us and also the listeners. The insights shared by our esteemed guests today enriches us, our understanding of productivity and leadership and serves as a beacon guiding us through the complex world of executive leadership. It's clear that the path of success is paved with resilience, open communication and a relentless pursuit of growth. Let us carry forward the lessons learned and apply them not just in our professional endeavors but also as individuals to help us 
achieve personal growth. Remember, an executive's journey is not just about reaching the pinnacle of success. It's about the impact we create, the lives we touch, and the legacy we leave behind. Thank you again to our listeners for joining us. I look forward to continuing this exploration, uncovering new insights, sharing more inspiring stories to help us become effective and impactful professionals and leaders. Stay curious, inspired, and never stop learning. Until next time, this is Majid signing off.